Summer MBC for DR. Chapter 1. The Mirror of the Sea. You could hear the waves at high tide and a deep silence when it was low. In winter, the gales used to howl across the estuary. In the inside home of warmth, however, and late evening darkness, you could feel the pull and tear of the tide and winds and imagine the cargo ships tipping and falling, rolling with waves like hands of giants reaching for the skies. It was always good to be inside. Hear the rain rattle in hail against the windows. See the tree-lined avenues awash and blurred with smears of gushes, of skies and blinking reflections of light and traffic. But to be at sea was to wrestle with the natural elements, water, air and sky, as they collided or, on better, calmer, low-tide days, merge into one totality of light. Playing, walking, running, dreaming hand in hand with the forever waves of sea and sky made an impression, as did the shelf at the end of the world, the horizon, for you could see a line of ships coming in with the tide, a line of them, with the pencil marks of smoke becoming smudges, then brush strokes until they had climbed up massively and you could hear the thud, thud, thud of the engines and make out the rusting names, the taut steel ropes, the stacks of containers and the thrashing screw leaving a wash of white churned up water. And then there would be a pause and the displacement of waves would reach the edge of the tide, and the wash of the ship's passage would push in pulses of water against the beach. But always, impressively, the horizon was massive. Whatever the weather, and you could see it coming, a line at the very edge of the world that was sometimes near, sometimes obscure, but always an end to the known world, and the beginning of the next. For that's where it started for me. Preparation, dreaming, and a growing sense of other places, places other than the ones I had known. A landscape, a compass, a seascape to take me back home. Preparation first. I was taught by looking what could come from the north and west, and how it could change. Time. Size, duration, depth of experiences, strengths or weaknesses, thinking and agility of thoughts were all imprinted on the vastness of my own inner sky, reflecting this very mirror of the sea. As a compass, not as a direction, but it was a map to orientate a life. The sea was, and still is, invaluable. Not just as a place, but a measure of things, high tide, low tide, neap tide, spring tide, and flood. And two, the distant hills that framed the estuary were clear when bad weather was approaching. Just think of that. 
When you could see into the distance where the future was coming from, that was when the weather, the here and now, would be about to change. If the future was crystal clear, if every wave, every distant field, edge, hilltop, village and road on the other side of the bay, if they were visible, then you knew that where you were, that the weather was about to change. Today I know the future is not clear, has never been clear, or never as clear as that. Instead, I know it's best to keep a weather eye on the storm fronts that one can expect, when one could expect when the future is clear. And how can you tell? Well, standing by the sea, you can feel it in the pull of the tide, the pressure change in your ears, the way water behaves. And watch the clouds, their shape and form, the shape and form, I'll say it again, to note how the wind veers and blows out of the sun. For in life, much like the sea, it's not so much what it is, but how it can change itself and everything around it. There's the sea and there's the waves, what cannot be changed and what, perhaps, you can. The waves you can have some impact upon, but the sea is both within you and without. You just have to feel it, sense it, read it up front. Nobody can do that other than you. And also, standing and looking from the beach, there's also the sense of permanency. It's strange how often I've stood on the sea wall, looking out at the beach, the tide, the distances, the constant flood of sound, light and landscapes. The mirror of the sea, as Joseph Conrad wrote. And in that moment, in that feeling, have felt both change and not change, just like the sky above it. For in the end, only you are left thinking about the sea and which wave is yours. And for that matter, how long? <laughs>